Today in Watching Your Wealth, unconventional financial advice for widows. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Karen Altfest is Executive Vice President of Altfest Personal Wealth Management. Welcome, Karen. Oh, thank you, Veronica. I'm happy to be here. Great to have you. So, Karen, you've worked with many widows over the years, and the conventional advice we often hear is that widows should wait a year um, after becoming a widow before they make any financial changes. And you're saying that's not always the best idea. Tell us why. Going against the common thinking of waiting a year sometimes works best because some things just can't wait. For example, bills have to be paid. You want your lights kept on. You want to be able to use your phone. You have to pay your rent or your mortgage. You probably want to buy something to eat, some food. And if you have young children, as some widows do, you want to be sure that they're ready for their school. Oh, indeed, indeed. So life doesn't stop. Um, Tell us what What are some steps, some actions widows might do in the very beginning? Well, in the very beginning, um, when people come to you after the funeral and they say, how can I help? We've been trained to be very polite and say, oh, no, I can handle everything. But it's a good time to be honest and tell your family and friends where they can be most helpful. You might even ask can you come with me to my accountant, my attorney, my financial advisor, so that I can have a second set of eyes and ears with me? Oh, that's great advice. Yeah, getting someone else to listen, because it, it is so difficult to, to focus when you've lost someone. The last thing you're thinking about is finances. So that's a really great ch- tip, having someone you trust come with you to some of those appointments. What other Absolutely. sort of an, initial I, steps? I think that it's good to find out what your financial circumstances are, put together a team of professionals to help you. Very often a team, including an accountant, an attorney, a financial advisor, will know where everything is, will know what has to be taken care of, but they don't share that information. Each one has a piece of the puzzle. Mm. And if you give them permission, and in writing would be best, ask them to share the information they have with the others on your team, then you're going to have a global picture. That's a great tip. Any other sort of initial steps we should be taking at first? Yes, I think that cash flow at this time is very, very time sensitive. Mm. You have an emergency fund that you've been building up. If not, do you want to put some money aside because you're going to have some fun and expenses and you want to take care of that? And a lot of people come to us and say, well, what about changing my portfolio? Typically, that can wait, especially Mm. if it's been well cared for, and it won't matter six months later too much. But your cash flow is in flux at this time, so concentrate on that first. Mm, that, that is a good step. Speaking of what we can delay, so it sounds like portfolio, unless there's something really egregious going on in the portfolio and it's completely out of whack with your risk tolerance, you could probably sit with it for a bit. Anything else? What else can we wait on? Well, you can wait on a lot of things. First, you take care of the short-term ones, like filing for benefits, mm. your health insurance, applying for COBRA if you have to, going to the HR people at your spouse's company. But over the longer term, you'll want to do some different things. Organize your financial information. Consider whether you want to change advisors, because in the beginning, it's easier to continue with a professional who knows your family situation for a while, but later on, you might want somebody who knows more about how you feel, what you're experiencing, 
and you will want to revise your portfolio after that long wait of time. Um, but what you don't do is equally important. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that you shouldn't do in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and so is that include selling the house? Because I feel like I've heard mixed on this. Some people say <laughs> don't sell the house. Other people say sell the house because you need the money. You can't pay it. That's, you may not be able to afford the taxes. Where do you come in on that? I'm sure it depends I, on the situation. I come in on doing what's right for you in terms of your overall global picture. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that one uh, widow told me that she had sold her vacation home that her husband had died and because she felt she couldn't possibly go back there. I think she's been regretting it for 20 years. She loved that home. Mm. It had nothing to do with her husband's prolonged illness. And I think that that's a good time to say to your family, what do you think? Mm. Get some outside opinions. In terms of, I just want to go back to cash flow for a second. In terms of raising some cash, if you don't have a lot of uh, liquid assets, or maybe you don't know where those liquid assets are, what, what do you do? Like, what what are some steps that you might take in order to, to come up with some of that money that you might need for immediate expenses? Well, you you may be getting some insurance money or some social security money or something, and you may put some of that in the emergency fund. You may put more than usual from your job in the emergency fund, or anything you've had in a, a joint bank account, money market. Those should probably go first, and the ones that are for your own retirement should probably go last. Indeed. What are some mis- mistakes we need to avoid? Anything else that are sort of like, don't do this in that, that first yes, initial time? don't do anything that can't be reversed. Hmm. So, because another woman I know yeah. uprooted to a new state. She just wanted to get away from it all. Oh. And what do you think happened six months later? She came back. Oh, her gosh. apartment was gone. Her job had oh, gone to no. somebody else. And so it's very hard. You should try things first. Try yeah. them out first, whether you're moving, whether you're taking a job, um, whether you're selling something. Think about it. How will it feel to have something changed? And don't rush in, into new friendships. Those can sometimes be very iffy. Somebody who you normally wouldn't give the time of day to is there after you all the time and just make sure they're a legitimate person. Ask your close friends what they think of this new friendship. That's a really great tip indeed, yeah, because we've all heard horror stories of people taking advantage of widows in all types of ways. So a great tip. Thank you so much, Karen. Would you stick around and take our fun financial quiz, shifting gears a little bit? (laughs) Great. Thank you so much. You stick around too. Sure. Hi, this is Jason Gay, sports writer at the Wall Street Journal, and I have a podcast called Free For All. And guess what? It's not just sports. We'll also talk about some real estate, some music, some culture, some fashion. I could talk about fashion. It's the Free For All. Become a subscriber on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at WSJ Podcasts. And check us out at WSJ.com slash podcasts. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. Now it's time for financial advisor Karen Altfest to take our fun financial quiz. Karen, you ready? I'm certainly ready. All right, Karen, what's the best financial advice you ever received? Look for the value in everything you do. Oh, I love that. Worst financial advice? Finance is a man's career. Oh, yeah. You've broken that mold indeed. I love it. Um, (laughs) Fill in the blank. Money can buy. Stability. And money can't buy. Success. Only an illusion of success. Oh, good one. If you want a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it? I would donate it to charities whose missions are very, very important to me. Probably a lot of women's causes, hunger, alumni associations, things like that. I love it. Great fun. Thank you for joining us, Karen. 
Oh, I'm happy to. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening.